They say the world can be hard, cruel, and ugly. Trust me, it gets worse if you're hungry and thirst. Doesn't push you from position, last place to first. Can't build a foundation without having feet in the dirt. So I put in the work, grind harder than most. I don't chase accolades of the living, I'm facing a ghost. That's what makes me the GOAT. Depending on who you ask, my brother, whatever task. Got it covered like a mask, guaranteed they can't see me at the open run. Cause I cook competitors until they look well done. Don't act like you don't know where I held from. I had to climb about the trenches, sit on benches till my time had come. Don't be mad at the player, be mad at the game. Sneak this in the hating, that's a flag on the play. Me falling off, huh? That'll be the day I'm like, bolt in the race, leave the track, flan bay, it's the open run. The 2021-2022 NBA season has ended. The play-in tournament is live, and the NBA playoffs begin this weekend. We're here to talk about it. This is another open, the open run with Will Strickland and below the hardwood crossover episode to discuss the NBA playoff previews and bring back the first annual do work awards i guess this is the first annual do work awards featuring below the hardwood i'm your host ryan antonio henry sitting here not with my cohorts not with my colleagues not with my you know the 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 deal but i'm joined by another man of uh, many words the host of the open run podcast with will strickland his name is will strickland how are you doing sir I'm good, but I'm a little hurt. My feelings a little hurt, Ryan. <laughs> I, I don't like that right now. I thought I was at least an honorary homie, compadre, comrade. I was gonna, get, I was gonna get there. I was gonna get there. You're, you're, you're along those lines. I, I wouldn't like to say. Um, I, I like to say I, I work with those guys. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. I shit. thought that I was a card carrying member. <laughs> but again, I guess you know that card got revoked. Is all good. It has yeah. to be reserved for the full below the hardwood episodes, but maybe maybe one day I'll 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 bring it Look, up. It, it is what it is, man. I mean, I thought I had a one credit with you, champ. A one credit. You got you got the credit. You got the credit. Um, but we're here to talk again the NBA playoffs. But to, before we get into that. Uh, we're going to look at the uh, play-in tournament that's actually currently going on. Uh, we're in, well, the, the, the latter stages of the play-in tournament. We already saw about four great contests between... Well, let, let's say two. Let's just two. Say two. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll say we saw four contests. Four games. Two, but we saw two great games. The other two were a little bit uh, uh, on the, uh, the, the, the other... Well, they, you know what they were? What we pretty much knew they would be. Yeah. If you look at the rosters, if you look at the teams that are involved, and since we're starting in the East, because when the East is in the house, oh, my God, danger. So let's keep yeah. in the East right now. The 7-8 matchup between the Brooklyn Nets and the Cleveland Cavaliers, we kind of knew what was going to happen then because no Jared Allen, really no chance in the middle. They didn't have enough to stop whatever you got from Kevin Wayne Durant and from Kyrie Andrew Irving, who was back home in one of his former homes in Cleveland. And they don't call it Quicken Loans anymore. What is it called now? Ooh. It's I'm not Quicken Loans. It's something else. It's well, something I'll get you that. I'll get you, I'll get you that. Uh, but at, at any rate, 
he was familiar with the rims. Well, they were playing at home, so they weren't playing in Cleveland. They could have been playing in Cleveland, but Cleveland slipped, right? Injuries to Evan Mobley late in the season, Jared Allen being out, Darius Garland, even though he's a first-time All-Star, and the rejuvenation of Kevin Wesley Love, it wasn't going to be enough to stop Kyrie. It would be, you know what? Kyrie, KD, and Bruce Brown. I didn't stutter. Bruce Brown, the 6'4 big man in the middle of the lane, doing his job. And we kind of knew that if you didn't have enough to stop them, they didn't have any, anything defensively to stop KD. You're not stopping KD. You're not stopping Kyrie. No. It's those, those are all the guys. And Bruce Brown is a disruptor. You know, you're going to get something from veterans like Patty Mills, stuff like that. But these guys, nobody expected Cleveland to be there. They were there. They lost. They, like Kevin Durant said, we're just going to go out and hoop. No matter who we have, what we have, we're just going to go out and hoop. And Bruce, you the guy that's, that's a former MVP, you, you trust him to do his job, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm foreshadowing. Bruce Brown, arguably the third most important Brooklyn net. Not, not an argument. There's no argument. And, that, and that's saying something considering you had James Harden on the team in the first half of the season, and now you have a Ben Simmons that – is looming on the bench, but a lot of people don't don't see that as the AKA uh, Street Clothes East. Yeah. No, no. Bruce Brown is the artist formerly known as Anthony Leon Tucker Jr. for mm -hmm. that team. He is yeah. the PJ Tucker for that team. He'll do any and everything to help that team win. And he's found a home forever in the NBA, no matter what team he's on, because of how he plays, because he understands his role and he plays that role. So we know that now the bona fide seven seed now is the Brooklyn Nets. Everybody was saying, oh, let's position ourselves so we don't have to play the scary team in the first round. You're going to play against the best defensive team in the league since the beginning of the new league, new year. They ain't scared. No. They've been no. to how many how many Eastern Conference finals have they been doing been to in the past five years? Three? With that core unit? Of Jason Tatum, but I don't want to get ahead of myself because we're going to yeah. do that in a second. We're going to get into that. So, uh, the second we can look, Yeah, we can look into the other game. Um, again, the first night we had uh, Cleveland and Brooklyn, and we also had – stay, stay in the East, though. Stay in the East, though. Because stay in the East. So last we night – Yeah. Last night we had Charlotte and Atlanta. Okay? So in the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. The 2021 Eastern Conference final list. Not the playing tournament. Yeah. Versus the playing tournament, Charlotte Hornets, who look great and they're exciting in the whole nine. Miles Bridges, you know, Lamelle Franz Ball, all those guys. Great. It's great during regular season. But those guys in Atlanta – with Nathania, Nate McMillan on the bench, they know what it takes to win a playoff game, much less a play-in game. This is the second year in a row that Charlotte's been blown out in their play-in situation. People say, oh, they're a piece or two away. They have the parts. You have to have a certain mentality when you go into a do-or-die game. They don't have that mentality. Maybe they don't have the talent because they're small up front. If, if, if you're a whole... Identity up front is Miles Plumley. 
I got questions mm. and answers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they're exciting to watch. They're play by play guys and their color guys during the season. They get you excited. I enjoy it. And much like my man Rob from the, the Black Eye Tips, he and Karen, shout out to them. They talk about the journey to get there. It's exciting, but at a certain point, you have to cross that threshold from being just an exciting, you know, uh, team to watch during the season, someone who makes real strides in the playoffs. Uh, for me, the word is experience. Mm-hmm. They they just they just don't have it. Like you said, they got they flamed out last year. They flamed out this year. We saw Miles Bridges. Uh, with the he, he Steph Curry. It must yeah. be a Charlotte thing. <laughs> Hitting people with mouthpieces. Yeah. You know? yeah. I wonder how much that's going to cost him because he was a guy who was early on in the season a most improved player uh, candidate, and he still is. I'm not sure he's going to win. I'm pretty sure he's not going to win it. Earlier um, reports say 50K. It's it's official at 50K. That's, the, that's what I said last night. I thought it was a rubber band. I said that's a, the most expensive rubber band he ever threw in his life. Yeah. So it's basically the same thing. And, I mean, that's like for a guy like that. He's going to pay that fine. It, it never feels good, no matter how much money you have, to give somebody $50,000 just because you did something dumb. Yeah. But that's part of the maturation process is going to have to happen. Is James Borrego the guy to take them there? Probably not. Is, yeah. is You see the – well, I'm not going to get into that because that's probably in the award show. We, we, we could save that. We could save you know, that. You, know, you already knew where I was going, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm um, that rock. But let's but, go to the playoffs, yeah. man, in the East. Uh, two more games left. Well, actually, yeah, two more games left in the uh, play-in tournament that will actually tell us the one through eight in both the East and the West. Uh, but let's look into the Eastern Conference playoffs, starting off with the eight and one matchup, which will feature the Miami Heat, uh, which if you guys were paying attention in the previous show, I think both me and Will had advancing. Uh, yeah. to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. And so the, I, I picked them to go to the finals. And to the finals. Was. And yeah. to the finals. Um, which at that time, if you were paying attention to the media, ESPN and all those guys, they obviously, like the rest of the world, had the Nets and the Lakers up in there. But that's not – oh, it, one, I, one side I, 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 did, I, did the Nets, I did pick the Nets – or uh, I'm sorry. I picked the Heat to go to the finals. Yeah. But I can understand the Nets – if we had known what was going on with Kyrie, I could totally understand that. We didn't. We didn't even know the situation was going to be like this. But right. uh, the Heat will take on the winner of the Cavs and the Hawks that play tomorrow night. So are we saying that this is just going to go to the Heat regardless of opponent? Or can we say that Trey Young, again, I don't want to shorten on the Cavs, but realistically, this I mean, is looking I mean, like the Heat Hawks. Let's be realistic. No Jared Allen, no chance. Yeah. No Jared Allen, no chance. And I don't think they really had a chance because, again, the experience of going to the Eastern Conference Finals means something. You look at – and also continuity. If you look at the history of the Eastern Conference in the past couple of years, think about the teams that have gone on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee. Brooklyn. Brooklyn didn't go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Not yet. Yes. No. No. Milwaukee. Atlanta. Right, they still pretty much have their core unit. Yeah, the Boston Celtics, true, and the Toronto Raptors. Think about their core units. Continuity matters. Oh, that creates that experience. So when you're looking at that, it's no slight to Cleveland, who had a fantastic season, 
No one, you know, there's no participation medals. Injuries, injuries, here. injuries and COVID. Everything happens for a reason. And it, Rubio you know, every, gone. Every team has that. It just happened at an unfortunate time for them. So we're going to say that the Hawks are going to move on to face yeah. the Miami Heat. And look, up front, if I have to choose between Mecca Onkongo, I hope I'm saying that right, and Clint Capella versus Bam Adebayo and Dwayne Dedman, Bam's versatile as hell could be the defense player of the year, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell the man who is one of very few to ever score 2,100 points and have 700 assists in the season. And this year, even though they talked about how they changed the rules and he was trying to draw fouls, Trey Young still did work. That tells you he's a ball player. It doesn't matter how you change the rules. When you play ball, that's that. So it's going to be – I think it will go six. I think it will go six. Miami's just – they have too much experience. Of course, experience. They have Jimmy Butler. But they also have an older team. They could be, like any team, one injury away. We saw that with Trey Young in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I'm not wishing injury on anyone. But on paper, right now, as it stands, Heat in six. I don't hate it. And I try to break down all these series in like two major variables. And one of them is who has the best player on the court. And I think you'll be surprised to see me ride with with Trey Young being actually the best player no, on the court in this series. No, no okay. But this when is you lead and that's the point. Yeah. You lead the league in both points and assists total. It's it's impressive. It, it's it's pretty ridiculous considering how young he is and with that Hawks team, which isn't so great. So that's the second variable. I would say they are great because I like the fact that DeAndre Hunter is back, right? He's the key that Bogdan, Bogdan, Bogdanovich is not injured and he's settled into his role coming off the bench. So the issue is John Collins. Missing John Collins is going to make a difference for them. And I think the physicality the experience of the Heat. They might have one off night, but for the most part, you're going to see them dogs come out. Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, you're going to see the dogs. It's going and, to be and, and with me, it was it was the Hawks' consistency, right? Because realistically, you said it already. This was an Eastern Conference finalist last year. How are you now the seed? So it's like Trey Young shows up. Trey, we know we know Trey Young is going to be there. He had a rough start to the play on, but like you say, it's not how you start. It's how you finish, and he finished sure. pretty damn well last uh, last night uh, to dispose of uh, of Charlotte. So, with me, the second variable is the Heat. It's just the better overall team. You had Tyler Hero, who last year, again, came in cocky with the snarl uh, in the bubble. You know, the That's thought was he was gonna. Theory, right? The thought was he was gonna ride that wave and continue, but no, he had a dud of a year, and this was the redemption year, and he proved it. And he's sure. up for some season awards that we're probably going to talk about later on. And a check. And, and a check. So he, to me, to be honest, I think could be the second best player in this in the series, uh, depending on, you know, if we get another Jimmy Butler's in due for a, a, bu- a bubble uh, performance. Because to be honest, I don't think he has performed up to that bubble standard. He doesn't since. have to now because he has Kyle Lowry next to him. Because he has That's Kyle Lowry. And yeah. I think Bam's a little different because he feels like he's the defensive player of the year. And he's been he, – he played soft last year, according to Jimmy Butler. Jimmy let him know that's what Jimmy does. And since they had that 
kerfuffle on the bench, they went on a six-game losing strike. And that's the way to ride into the playoffs. And so I think they're in a good space. They got, you know, some time off so they can get their health together. And they'll be ready. If the Heat were to somehow get all the way to the finals and win, there's going to be a bunch of documentaries and specials on how that fight won them this entire championship. And it's and, and it's going to be a uh, it's going to be overblown. And this it's, whole it's big NBA fight, it's going to yeah. be a fight for NBA sure. Fight. <laughs> All right. We can uh, we can move on, uh, but yeah, I, I I think we're we're in consensus here. The Heat probably take this um, in six or five. Where, where are you going? I, I, I'm going to go. You know what? No, I'm not, I'm not going to say six. Uh, I do think the Hawks are just not consistent enough to get. Two wins, so I'm going to say uh, four, four, one, gentlemen sweep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, second round. Uh, sorry, second matchup is the um, the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets, and this one, this one is honestly, it's it's intriguing because I honestly think this could go either way. But again, I always look at these series, and I I have two major variables. One, you have the Boston Celtics, which manhandled the league since January 7th, pulling off like 25-plus wins and like six or seven losses, which is absolutely ridiculous considering where they were before all of this. 100%. Written off, dead in the water. Celtics don't have it. Let's break up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. This Celtics team is done. That's all you heard. And the growth and maturity of both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to – overcome that both average what 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 do they got they got forget about the averages forget that for a second forget about the averages i'm gonna tell you what the 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 main variable is you should look at in that situation his name is the the presumptive in his mind and for puma hoops as well defensive player of the year barker smart who called everybody out and see people said oh he was disruptive but that changed their season and once they started following Marcus Smart, it made it easier for the first African-born coach in NBA history, Ime Udoka, to implement his system. And once the calendar flipped, they flipped. So at a certain point, once you buy into the system and they found success with that, why not ride that? And that's what they're doing. The only issue with this, we already know what we, we know what the Nets are. We just talked about the Nets. Yeah. The difference here is now they have to guard Jason Tatum. Now they have to guard Jalen Brown. Now they have to deal with Grant Williams being, you know, PJ Tugger, uh, light, light. Okay. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and Marcus Smart being able to guard one through five on occasion because they don't have any real bigs in them. Who cares about Nick Claxton in the middle? They don't. They don't care about, oh, they're going to bring out the rotten remains of. LaMarcus Aldridge. I'm sorry. LaMarcus Neuroe Aldridge. I just went uh, to the top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to bring back the middle. Late Austin Griffin. It's not going to happen. They're not worried about that. The no. issue is with Boston and Robert Williams III, the time lord. If he's not injured, they win this series in five games. You if think he's they, not injured, they beat the Nets in five games. Defense wins championships. Apparently. I can't see Kessler <laughs> Edwards. I can't see Patty Mills making enough shots. I don't know if 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 Andre Drummond is going to do enough. 
is Seth Curry coming back? Is he still injured? I'm not even talking about Benjamin David Simmons. So if it's just Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Bruce Brown versus Boston, it's five games. And, and that was the other variable. It's like Robert Williams is there, but he's not. Have, you have the Celtics defense, which is pretty much their biggest weapon, their biggest tool, versus the offensive firepower of Kevin Durant, Katie. Once you have the two best players on one team, so are you, you, are you, are you, that's the upset. And and that's where I'm conflicted because. I just know personally from personal from personal experience not to go against Kevin Durant. And then the way Ramadan Kyrie Irving is playing right now, um, I don't think he missed a shot till the third quarter, was it? Yeah, that's I don't playing think he, missed, he was He's about to perfect. Deal. He's gonna have to deal with the Beantown faithful. Yeah. We're gonna burn I, all kinds of stage and I he he was perfect from the field for three quarters and he that's, just that's and Kevin Durant was just sitting there, just like nodding, like this. This is this is what I've been t- trying to tell you guys about. This is who we've needed, who we've had, who we've wanted, and now they have him full time. So I just I find it hard to go against those two In the names. Playoffs, I've never seen a team that bad defensively. The last time we saw that was a team that had the two best players in the court, a team that had Shaquille Rashawn O'Neal and Kobe being Bryant back in 2001. They were like 10th or 11th in offensive or offensive efficiency and like nowhere in defensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. But they were playing like the Brooklyn or I'm sorry, it was probably the New Jersey Nets if I'm not mistaken back in 2001 and I think yeah. I'm correct. Right? So yeah. Jason Kidd, Kerry Kittles, Richard uh, Jefferson, Kenyon Martin, Aaron Williams in the middle. Come on, man. It's not the same. I don't see this in the same way, but I get your point. Yeah. But to that point, I just think that Boston's defense overall is so strong. And I think this goes seven without Robert Williams. That's but that's, ultimately, yeah. Jason Tatum, again, they have experience too. Let's not knock them. Jason yeah. Tatum is arguably a first team all NBA performer. Arguably. Uh, For yeah. a lot of people, I've heard that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You can't dismiss what he's done the second half of the season, and that's how it rocks sometimes. Yeah. I said arguably, mostly in in the northeastern parts of the United States. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably that Jason Tatum or Jalen um, Brown, one of the best two-way players in the league, and you got Marcus Smart. The dog of them is going to compete no matter what, and I think they're going to win this series in seven games. Uh, Doris Burke already gave Marcus Smart her approval and apparently her vote for Defensive Player of the Year. And her reasoning and explanation behind it, it's logical. And it just makes sense. And DB DB has it down. It's like the guy who's running through the screens, uh, playing on the perimeter in a perimeter game. It, it just makes sense that, yeah, you know what? We're not giving guys like him and Mikhail Bridges credit. So I don't hate it. Um, if Robert Williams was here, uh, I would say Celtics. But because he's not, I still feel playoff Kevin Durant and playoff Kyrie have enough to make this a seven game series. And I will, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Nets unless there's a Robert Williams appearance. But there's not going to be a Robert Williams appearance. I don't he, think. he apparently is, if they advance, 
he could show up in the second second round. Great. So we're not talking about Robert Williams, and no. you're looking at it. You're, so you're picking the Nets. I'm picking the Nets. Remember this. Okay. Yes. That's in seven. That's in seven. Okay. All right. Um, next, we have the Bucks and Bulls. We won't be here. No, we're and not going to be here long. The Bulls. I think we're all on the same page here. The Bulls are just banged up. It's hurt. Lonzo's not playing. He's gone. Their um, defensive identity is gone. I love Alex Caruso, but Lonzo Ball set the tone at the beginning of the season. They look great. Yeah. And then the injuries hit. Yeah. Caruso, Ball's out for the year. You got Zach Levine with an ailing left knee. You know, I mean, name a defensive play you've ever seen Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic ever make in the game. I'll wait. No. So I like them. And they're a fun team. They made the Bulls relevant again. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch DeMar Darnell DeRozan do his thing, highest scoring average in his career, yep. rejuvenate his career after leaving and learn the finishing school of Greg Popovich in San Antonio. And get MVP candidacy this late in his career too. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. But they just don't have enough to stop the world champions. It's just – we nope. would be wasting our time talking about this. Yeah, it, it uh, it's a sweep, straight. You feel unless, like it's a sweep? It, unless, unless Giannis takes a night off, it's a sweep. Nah, nah, and that's the thing. He's not. No. <laughs> I, can, I can see them walking right through the Bulls, which is sad, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's a sweep. Let's not even, you know, shout out to, I uh, may as well give them some names because we're only talking about the first round. Drew Randall Holiday. You know, Giannis Ugo Terrence, that's the nickname I gave him. Atentacumpo. Yeah. You know, we got Splash Mountain. Brooke Lopez back in the lineup. And the most important player on their team, in my opinion, outside of those guys, the superstars, the most pivotal guy, his name is Bobby Portis, the oh. mayor of Milwaukee. He'll never pay for another meal in Milwaukee as long as he's there. It's Bobby Portis. And we'll talk about him a little bit later on in the podcast. Yeah, I feel like there's always that one guy on the championship team that can go to the bar in that city and they don't have to pay a thing. Like each I can go through each championship team and name you that 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 guy. And he is that guy from Milwaukee. Always. Um, yeah. All right. We're yeah. <laughs> moving right on uh yeah. to the next round, uh to next game. Um and that it's, would be the East right now. The first yeah. round series of the East. There's so much intrigue in this one. The number four seed, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the number five seed, Toronto Raptors, who made a great late push, started to get some continuity. Pascal Siakam started playing like an all-world performer in the season, even with Fred Van Vliet being banged up. OG injury series, Ananobi, because he's always in and out of the lineup. He's there. But I have to give the Raptors a shout-out. For the third year in a row, they had five guys who averaged over 15 points a game on their roster. Again, team. So at any night, when one guy is down, like Van Lee, Trent Jr., whoever it is, you have other guys that will pick you up because they believe in the core unit that they have there. They have championship DNA throughout that lineup and on the bench with their coach. And that's the danger for a team that has a bunch of guys who are about between six seven and six nine, all long, athletic, can play multiple positions, run, shoot, and dribble. And I mean, you know, basketball. I yeah. think that's what they call it. Yeah, not and a lot of people have, do all three. <laughs> and then you have a guy who is 
arguably the MVP of the league, and Joel Hans Embiid, and James Edward Harden Jr., the referendum is on. There are no, hey, look, uh, eventually it will be an old Tommy Lee Jones and Javier Bardem movie, No Country for Old Men. There's no other places for you to run after this. One of my favorites. If you don't do work in this series, Doc Rivers, out of there. James Harden, Daryl Morey, Joel Embiid will be like, what the hell did we do? Because we messed up for the next couple of years. You're going to waste my prime. So it was all sweet when they were playing those uh, below 500 teams when he first got there. That's why they made sure he played against a below 500 team. And they knew when to bring him out, when to let him play to make him look good. Once he started playing some serious teams, nah, not so much. You, you took one of my uh, key variables is this is it. Um, I feel like this could be a good thing or it could be the worst thing ever. Um, you look at all the superstars that have come in and won championships. They get villainized first or later depends, but LeBron had his moment where they're like, you need to win or else KD had his moment where they're like, you need to win or else this is Harden's. Okay. We had enough of you. You forced your way out of one team. You've had just about every. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm getting there. You've forced your way out of one team in the last 24 months. You've now forced your way out of two teams in the last 24 months. You've had just about every compatible version of like a superstar. You you worked with Dwight Howard, didn't work. Russell Westbrook twice, didn't work. Kevin Durant didn't work twice. Who am I missing? Chris Paul Chris didn't Paul. work. The Chris list. Paul made it an OKC with basically nothing, with a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs. And you couldn't make it work with Chris Paul? Come it on, dog. Didn't work. And, I, and I get it. You can say they're a Chris Paul injury away from possibly having a championship, but that's a bunch, bunch of ifs, and I'm not playing no, that game. Then, then it still is a referendum on James Harden because they're a Chris Paul injury away. Yeah. Do they make it if James Harden's out of the lineup and Chris Paul is there? Perhaps. 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 So, you know what? This this is it. And although he's uh, uh, in the pressers saying that there, there's no pressure. No, no, there, there, there is because. What are you supposed to say? That's like saying if you're, if you're a boxer, oh, this dude is better than me. No, you're supposed to say you're the greatest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, oh, I don't hate it, but. You're be I, like, I, you know what? I, I'm questioning myself. I don't know. With this $47 million I might opt out of next year, I don't know. Nah, dog. He knows. It's time. Knows. It's time. He need he needs to put up a shop because where do you go after the Sixers? What did I just say? <laughs> you said you like the movie. So let's end it right here. Where, where Raptors, the Raptors in six games. Raptors in six. I, I actually have Raptors, Raptors in six games. And and here's why I'm this is more of the same old, like you said, it's it's deja vu, it's a movie, it's a repeat. You have American media. Saying oh, that I'm not doing that part. the Sixers, that's, that's the, do. Yeah, the Sixers, apparently the Raptors are getting swept by by some some former uh, giant in the paint. I'm okay. not going to say his name, but my my, my dear old dad, blessed yeah. dad, used to yeah. always say 
There are two sides to every story, and three, when you include the truth. And all the Raptors fans want to do is hold on to the fact that he said in the early part of the show, the Raptors are going to get swept, banking on it. At the end of the night, he walked his words backward. He said, Ernie, you didn't put the sticker up for me yet? Okay, don't put it up there. The Raptors have a chance in this series. I think they're going to win it. I was I was premature. So he did walk back his words. But again, the Raptors, you're going to hold up to whatever nugget you want because there's a sensitivity around the American media. They don't like the Raptors. It's the same stuff. It happens Uh, every year. Every year. And that's why it makes it sweeter when they win. Um, uh, I'll say Raptors in six as well. Um, I just don't think Harden is mentally, I don't know. KD got through it. LeBron got through it. I just don't think Harden got through what? I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. Their their moment where they knew that they needed to win that championship to get everyone off their back, and then everything else just became easier nothing, after that. No, no, with social media, it doesn't matter how many you win. What, once LeBron good. got 2012, he, he just manhandled Ooh. and destroyed the league. Ooh. Oh, sorry, he who he who shan't be shan't be named once he got his ring. The percentages went up. The ease went up. The domination just became a thing. Kevin Durant, once he got swept. True. <laughs> Kevin Durant, once he got his one, everything just came with ease. Everything got did off it? his back. And did it really? They went out to a seventy-three win team. So again, let's not let's not count just because you get the ring in the social media atmosphere we live in today, man. Yeah, nothing is ever good enough. The no. great. And legendary, and let's end it on this. The great and legendary George Gervin, when they were interviewing the top 75 and 75, he's talking about like one of the guys, and he brought up the hashtag, he who shan't be named. He said, Hey man, I'm glad I don't play in the social media era. This man drops the spoon. They talk about that in the media for four days. Like, oh man, Michael would have never dropped that spoon. This is nope. George Gervin saying this. Nope. His former teammate. He's like, man. They parse everything he does. So it doesn't matter how many of you win. There's somebody out there who couldn't score 20 points playing on a Nerf hoop in their ch- kid's room by themselves for three hours who have something to say about somebody who plays basketball. So it is what it is. It is what it is. And that is the first round of the Eastern Conference wrapped up for you, the preview. Uh, we'll be right back to hit you up with the Western Conference first round matchups. You're tuned in to the greatest. This is the open run with Will Strickland featuring below the hardwood playoff review and the do work awards. We'll catch you right back. And you're back. Once again, this is Ryan Antonio Henry of Blow the Hardwood, joined by Will Strickland of the Open Run Podcast with Will Strickland. Here to delve into the play-in tournament Western Conference games, and we'll then look into the playoffs. But we had two, well, unless you, Will, said one of them is... Yeah, four games with two really good games. And yeah. that 7-8 that matchup between the Minnesota Timber Pups and the L.A. Clippers. And shouts out to both Chris Finch, who I definitely shot on when he got the job. I thought that my man, uh, Vanterpool, should have gotten that job, who's sitting mm-hmm. on Steve Patrick's 
bench right now. He did not get that job. Chris Finch has done a great job. Those guys love him there. And the job that Ty Lue has done without Kawhi Anthony Leonard and Paul Anthony George in the lineup pretty much all year. To get them to this point, to have them a winning record, the first, the only team in the league with as long a consecutive um, winning season streak as they have. They won 11 straight. You could never say that about the, the Clippers from the past. No, no. 11 season straight winning seasons, and this season without their two stars, they did it. So, shout out to Ty Lue. But this is a game that I saw. We talked about experience. The experience seemed to be on the side of a team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year without those guys primarily, without Paul George and without Kawhi Leonard again. So you would look at this and look at the fact that this is the second time. This was the playing game. They haven't, they haven't made the playoffs in 17 years. This is one time in 17 years. Since 2004, KG was still there. Crazy. But Kevin Love. Wow. the difference is the battery put in their back. By one Patrick Aloysius Beverly. I just gave him that middle name because it's Patrick Ewing's middle name. Oh, man. I don't know what his middle name is, even if he has one. Yeah. But he brought an edge to them they never had before. And you could see that. For as much as we question the Valentine is testicular fortitude of Carl Anthony Towns, and we saw that on display because he played a dumb game. A dumb game. Like he wanted to quit. Like so he wouldn't have any ex- dog. You're supposed to be the all-star, the greatest shooter, big man of all time. And then you don't show improvement that counts the most. Anyway, D'Angelo Russell picked it up. Nas Reed picked it up. Patrick Beverly picked it up. The rest of those, McDaniel, all those guys picked it up for those guys, for, for him. Some of those guys, I'm like, are you serious, dog? And, of course, A1 since day one, Anthony Edwards showed up and showed out. He's a rookie. Carl Anthony Towns was afraid of the lights. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's going to probably get exposed by another coach who's smart enough to figure out how to how to guard him. If they're going to try to have him posted up on the wings, they're going to double him, take the ball out of his hands, be physical, because he doesn't like that. It's going to be a problem. And so if you don't think Ty loses, it's not a sadist. Remember what he did to Steph Curry in the 2016 NBA Finals. If you have... Wardell Stephen Curry throwing mouthpieces at little kids because he's so frustrated by the the, the um, blitzing and the defense and the physical defense that they put on them in the finals. What do you think they're going to do to Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah. He got bodies over there. Terrence Mann, those guys are going to be up in him. And anytime you see a guard stopping you from going to the basket, Robert, Robert Covington was stopping you from going to the basket. He's like a guard slash forward. You're at the top of the key. You can't post him up. Are you serious? So I'm not, I let me let me be fair to them though. Minnesota didn't look like on paper they could win this game because of the experience. The difference being the energy that Patrick Beverly had and the fact that these guys had nothing to lose. You you said it. And it's funny because the Timberwolves have been looked at as lacking the uh the dog ever since Jimmy Butler left and called out the entire locker room, but just not having it. 
and Pat Bev, instead of, you know, going to another team, he came and brought it. Uh, what was his per preseason prediction? Whichever team I'm going to, we're going to the playoffs. And people laughed. People called him out. And he came back and he proved it. Just like when, sorry, but Russell Westbrook said, this man's running around and tricking y'all. He came back and he shut he, he, he shut people up. And I can't yeah. hate it. And the celebrations, you know what? I, I don't hate it. I'm not I, mad at I, it. I, I'm not <laughs> mad at it. Look, look, the emotion of a team letting you go, you made, just made the Western Conference Finals. Again, we talk about continuity with these other teams. Okay, we don't, we don't know if Kawhi is coming back. We don't know what's up with Paul George. I'm here. We made it there. Why am I not here? Okay, cool. I'm going to prove my point. You go somewhere else, that energy carries. But the difference in what he did versus what Jimmy Butler did in Minnesota is different. Jimmy Butler knew he was the guy. Patrick Beverly knows he's not the guy, right? But in knowing that he's not the guy, he also knows – I'm going to bring something to you all, but I'm going to encourage you guys. He wasn't beating down Andrew Wiggins. He wasn't beating down, even though Wiggins is not there anymore. I'm talking about Butler being there. He wasn't beating those guys down. He was encouraging them. He's telling them, look, you're the best. I'm telling you this. We're going to go. And they're like, okay, old head, we got you. And so you get there, and like you start to believe in him. You start to see that energy throughout the season. You see a record going up. You're like, he believes. Why don't we? So in that matchup, look. I thought that Paul George, who was killing, was going to close the game out. But down the stretch, Russell. And then Anthony Edwards showed playoff maturity late, and they couldn't stop him. He knew it. And once that once that was done, but the, the others played so well because, again, Chris Finch put some belief in some of those, the other guys, as Shaq yeah, likes really. others. Yeah. And – they beat a very good Clippers team. Yeah. So they're now the seventh seed playing against the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going to have fun in that series. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second. But we are going to talk about that. Um, looking at the other game and this one. Do we um, have to? Again, I, I feel like some people deserve some shout outs and then we can move right into the playoffs. And we're just going to go right to it. The, the Dame Lillard's right hand man no longer may actually be the best player on the Pelicans right now, today. Is, he is the most important player on the Pelicans. Brandon Ingram is still the best player. Still the best player, yes. I think uh, the most, most important, important is the president the yeah. of the National Basketball Players Association, Christian James McCollum. Possibly who, the best bet deadline deal. Oh, e easily. Easily. And he's settling into his role, I think, that's part of the reason why he was elected president of the MBPA. When he came down, he says, look, I know I have all the experience and everything. I just real quiet at first. I just watched yeah. and let them get to know me. I got to know them. They saw the work. They saw my conviction to what I was doing. They saw my conviction to my craft. And they wanted to know more. And that's when we created this rapport. They trusted me. And so now he and B.I. are playing so well together. They got Jackson Hayes out there playing and doing work. Herb Jones is arguably a second team all defensive player of the uh, um, all defensive player in the NBA, a rookie. Herbert Jones, his contribution to that team cannot go unstated. Okay, 
that Jackson Hayes is even on the court. The Jonas Christ superstar, Jonas Valanciunas, a walking double-double, no matter who's around it. You have a quality team, and now you see the coaching of Willie Green, what he did, what he learned in Golden State, his patience, the ability of Griffin to make some moves at the deadline to improve that team because they didn't know what was up with Zion. They basically moved on without Zion is telling as well that his stepfather is talking about, oh, yeah, Zion's going to play. And like, Griffin's like, no, nah, we don't know what's, what's up with that. And the fact that before CJ got there, Zion was apparently almost out the door. Now they're looking at this as a future team to be reckoned with within the Western Conference. So if well, I'm Zion, Zion I'm, for it. or does he become a trade ship? They they have they have options. They have options. I kind of yeah. want to see it before before it blows up. But, I don't. Oh, I don't. Okay. Because I I like what CJ brings. I like I think that Bi being the man. I think that those other guys playing their roles. And this is where the shift in the NBA is going to happen based on what happened in Brooklyn and what happened in Los Angeles. You're going to find like one core superstar, one guy who's like a, a tier below, but is a veteran who's done it, who's been through the wars, and then a bunch of really quality role players who understand their jobs and are stars in their roles at all times. You're going to have all you have to do again, Boston, Toronto. Milwaukee. It's not it's not a game. It's not a trick. No. It's not a trick. So, you know, um, congratulations to Minnesota for moving on. And the Clippers get another chance tomorrow against the uh winner of the 9-10 matchup that we just talked about. The New Orleans Pelicans. Look at that Pelican fly because they basically yeah, they beat up the San Antonio Spurs. Jean-Claude Murray had been out for 10 days. He was sick. People were saying this conspiracy theory that somebody poisoned him so he wouldn't play in, that he shan't be named and the Lakers could make it. They didn't want to play in the playing game. Poison wouldn't get you in foul trouble. That, that, right. That, that's DeJounte Murray. Did Greg Popovich coach his last game? Thought. That's a thought. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, he, I don't think he's going out like that. Because I think he personally would have told Becky to stay. I think he, true. I think he enjoys this process again. Yeah. It reinvigorated him in a way, even though they like they were at a certain place, they played in the playing game, but he likes those young guys. You could see how they interact with him. Yeah. And so, you know, shouts out to the winning winningest coach in NBA history. Although I was mad at ESPN on uh last night because they put on the screen he's a four time NBA champion. How are you gonna short that man? There's a lot more to that resume. Four-time NBA champion. A lot more. Okay, so my math is off. Or maybe they're like Martin or brother man from Martin who's on the fifth floor, right? So you got 99, 2003, 2005, 2007, because they were the odd-year champions. And they won in 2014. So, yeah, anyway. That's Shout out the Pelicans yeah. are going to get a good chance um, against the Clippers in the game tomorrow. Um, who do you have in that game? I, I got the Pelicans. I got the Pelicans. I, I don't feel good pick. I, I I think it's a feel good story from uh, guys like Kendrick Perkins suggesting that the team might move or relocate to 
what happened in that arena last night shows that no, it's a basketball city and it's not going anywhere. So I don't know why Kendrick Perkins would even say something like that. Yeah, I think the New Orleans has been through the ringer, you know, from Katrina to everything else, from when the Hornets first moved there and then they moved to OKC and they came back. Like they're not going anywhere, and I think that now they have a product that makes sense. They're not going anywhere. People talking about Seattle, and I'll probably be talking with a guest later on on the podcast next week about the possibility of a team in Seattle. But for right now, they're staying in New Orleans. I don't think we're going to be staying here too long. As much as it's a great story, um, I think we gave gave them their due. Mm-hmm. But when you have a team like the Phoenix Suns who have essentially from game one, no, sorry, from the time Devin Booker was caught saying damn after he lost in the final seconds to the Milwaukee Bucks in that championship and walked off the court, he had a mission and a goal in mind to come back to the NBA finals. And I don't think he plans on losing in the first round anytime soon. Yeah, that's not happening. And I I don't care if it's the, the Clippers or the Pelicans, if they play the Pelicans and we both pick the Pelicans, that goes five games. I think the Pelicans get one game. But when you have a team that went 32-9 and nine on the road in the NBA, which better. is better than every home teams or every team in the league, their home record, yeah, they have a mission in mind. And what do they have? I've been saying it. It's a C word. I've been saying it the whole show. Continuity. Continuity. Whole team consist- is that. Whole team. Like, that's easy bake. The fact that neither Devin Booker, Devin Armani Booker, nor Crystal Emmanuel Paul were in any serious conversation about being the MVP of the league. Disrespectful to some degree, but they want the big prize at the end of the year. So I'm, I'm sure they'll be good with that. But yeah, this goes five with the Pelicans. And it's easy bake in the first round. I think the Pelicans crowd could give them one win. Um, that's a great five games. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. We're gonna move on. Move on. Uh, the second, the this this one. To be honest, uh, uh, we we saw what the Memphis Grizzlies were able to do with and without their superstar and job Morant. So we know they're legit. You know but his full name. What what's the full? Oh wait wait, no, no. What what is it's what is? Patriots, Mel Morant, you must trust. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, We have a matchup that's being called the future of the NBA between John Morant and Anthony Edwards. Um, Obviously, the easy bake, as you would say, answer is to go with the Grizzlies. But I don't know if this is that easy bake. I think this could go seven games. I I genuinely believe that this could go seven games. Okay. Okay. And I'm just saying it's because... I'm just saying with Anthony Edwards and John ja Morant lined up, the way Anthony Edwards is hyped up, up on this team right now, the way Pat Bev is hyped up, I don't know what's going on with Cat, but if he can get any bit of what he was during the season and be consistent, I feel like this could be a dogfight. It won't be the, – the issue won't be John ja Morant. The issue will not be Anthony Edwards. The issue will not be – Carl Anthony Towns. The issue will be what Jared Jackson Jr. does in this series. The issue will be what Desmond Bain does against Anthony 
Edwards. What Patrick Beverly does or does not do. John Morant is not going to back down, but he's not going to make any dumb mistakes either. I can't see that. They'll talk and they'll chirp and everything else, but Dylan Brooks has to be the equalizer in all of that. He's going to balance all that out. This goes five games. Five this games. goes five games. Memphis okay. Grizzlies, best team in, in the, I say top three team in the league. Um, the fact that John Morant didn't get MVP votes, even though it's mostly because they say he didn't play enough games. He played 57 games, if I'm not mistaken. And the fact that his team, I think, went 20 and three without him in the lineup, which again, I get that as a detriment, but it also speaks to how they ride for one another so much so that that will be a a positive for them in the playoffs, no? Yeah. Because if somebody like Ja goes down, they don't fear going out and playing and doing their jobs. And again, Dylan Brooks' health and what he brings to them, what he did in the playoffs last year, I can see that as being a real thing for them. So. I think it might be up to to the to the king of the north uh, to to you know really show what he's about this year. I think this is a big a big playoffs for him um, to show that he is the true. Do you consider him the second star on that team? The second the second option over Triple J? Uh, no, no, J three and Desmond Bain okay. and Dylan Brooks has to fall back in line because his role is different now. Yeah, you know he out most of the year. I'm a big Dylan Brooks fan. I think he's tough. He's necessary for that team. He speaks to the old grit and grind, but they're just a different version of it. I think yeah. Josh, the attitude and the style, but the substance to it is still like, you know, I mean, all those guys are substance. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But And then they have a rock in the middle in Stone Cold Stephen Adams. So, you know, they're going to be tough and they get the, they're the best rebounding team in the league. They're going to keep you off the glass. They're going to get all over. Um, their backboards gonna cause problems. They're gonna get to the line, and they can shoot it. Desmond Bank can shoot it. You know, um, the Anthony Melton coming off the bench, making a play for a push. He wasn't gonna be six man of the year, but he's settling into that role. I like his role. And Taylor Jenkins, one of the best coaches in the league. So deep have playoff. We ever, playoff. Have we ever talked about Taylor Jenkins? No. You know, when you hear the last name Jenkins. That's normally like a black person's last name. Yes. I've never heard of a white person with the last name Jenkins. So Ma- no. who is Master Jenkins? Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah, that no, that, that that's uh that's fact. I I don't I, know white people named Jenkins. Jenkins. No. Like no. <laughs> uh you know what? I I'll, I'll say four two Grizzlies, but it's not an easy four two. It's gonna be it's not supposed have- to that. Great yeah. about playoff basketball. Exactly. Exactly. Pat Bev, who just got a NBA 2K patch released after him, and it's entitled mm-hmm. Menace, will be a cause of a lot of problems for John Morant because he likes to go after the superstars. So I can't wait to see that and see what, what, what goes on there. But let's go on to the Warriors and Nuggets. Um, I'm not as excited for this one, mainly just because I don't know. I feel obviously Steph's not 100% healthy and the fear is, is he even going to be ready for game one? But I feel with the Warriors, the injuries to all three superstars throughout the season, there's games without Clay, there's games without Draymond, there's games without Steph. Are we really getting the Warriors we 
have you know expected to see at the start like are they are they really healthy they haven't you know ever since steph broke the record the shots haven't been really falling he's not that that dude right now so the greatest shooter in the history of anything yeah i think shot 41 percent from the field this year which is which is still amazing to age and i'm not talking about from three i'm talking about field goal shooting 41 percent for steph he's not a volume shooter like that he's not like you know uh Blessed dead a Kobe or Kyrie or somebody like that who shoots volume. Yeah. You know, Steph is a pretty good percentage shooter. But for him to shoot 41, that's part of a function of getting older, different defenses, you know, things of that nature. And I get it. But I think you made a great point about are we living in the memory of what they were and thinking that because they have, again, continuity, they have a culture, you know, they have consistency from at least an identity standpoint. Do they have a chance? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. They always have a chance. But the chance will be dimmed dramatically because of the presumptive, impossible, most valuable player, two-time most valuable player of the National Basketball Association, Nicola Jermaine, that's with an apostrophe, J-apostrophe-M-A-Y-E-N-E, Jokic. In the middle, he's a nightmare matchup for anybody in the league, period. And what he's been able to do, winning 48 games with a roster consisting of Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, and who is it, Monte Ellis? Or not Monte Ellis, Monte Morris? His second oh, okay. best options are consistently out Ooh. or have been out the entire year. Yeah, who are you winning with? I'm, I'm shout out to my man. My man Brent Scott from VCU, Zoe coach in college. Wanted to shout out Bones. He's an asset to them, but at the end of the day, the only person in NBA history to score 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists in a season. You can't, where, where do you stop? You can't trap him like you trap Carl Anthony Towns in the wing because he passes like a guard. He's soft hands, soft feet, finishes around the basket, shoots 85, 90% from the free throw line. Yeah. What are you going to shoot a three? He's a threat from any place on the court. What are you going to do? He can handle the ball. Yeah, this is a, a nightmare matchup because Kevon Looney, one of the Ironmen of the league, will have five fouls before the end of the third quarter. Then who you put on him? Jonathan Kaminga, a rookie? Really? Mm-mm. So shout out to Jordan Poole, go blue all day, every day, University of Michigan, one of the most improved players in the league. Shout out to the returning Clay Anthony, Clay Alexander Thompson. This is gonna be an upset. I'm picking an upset. Okay. I'm okay. upset seven. The Denver Nuggets beat the Golden State Warriors. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't because one of my variables with the Warriors is health right now. It's just health. You know, Draymond hasn't been the same. Steph hasn't been the same. Clay's Clay's great. Clay is has come back since from back the injury. Even with the playoff situation, I don't think it's gonna be enough. No. And Draymond on his podcast, uh, by the way, career in media after he's done, they've admitted it that. Without all three on the court together, he 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 kind of said it. It's it's not 
they they need each other. If they yeah. don't have all three, it just doesn't work. And we've seen it in the last two two and a half years where one they of them is out. An all star and Andrew. No, let me stop. Let me stop playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I got the Nuggets in seven in an upset. Yeah, that I don't think that. Well, it's it is an upset because of what Jokic is playing with. Mm. Who are you picking? I, don't I, hate, I, I hate going against the Warriors, but uh, Draymond said it himself. They 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 need each other, and if all three members are not there, then no. I'm I'm gonna go with the the possible two time reigning MVP uh, in 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 uh, in Jokic. Uh, I'm gonna go say I'm gonna say I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I think I'm imitating you a lot, but I think we're on the same wavelength with a lot of these games. I want to say seven because okay. the fact that again he's doing it by himself. The Warriors do have the overall better roster. It would go seven, but he's okay. going to have to probably have a triple double each night. As he does, that's what he walks around doing anyway. Exactly. Yep. Um, and you know, a thought to me just rang in my mind that not only if if he does win the MVP, that's two back to back European winners. Well, Giannis, you know, Masai jury, because then Masai you must trust. He'll say, "Yo, he lived in Greece. He's Nigerian, champ." Yeah. He will tell you straight out. So yeah. the fact that we have foreign born players tells you how great our game is. As the MVPs of this league, guys, back to back, to back to back, taking the draft. Giannis was number, what? What was Giannis number fifteen pick in the draft? Yeah, so arguably the greatest number fifteen pick in the draft, and easily, if he wins two MVPs, the greatest second round pick of, in the history of the game. Before this, before he won his MVP, the greatest second round pick in, in league history to me was Dennis Keith Rod, Dennis Keith Rodman. No longer is now Nicola Jermaine. Moving on to another European <clears throat> superstar that we need to figure out if he's even going to play in this in this game. But no, he's not playing. You he's know not he's not. Playing. He's not probably he's not going to play. play. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it funky. I, I don't was, know. I might have to disagree. The first that. four games. Yeah, it's a problem. My mind with this is that. Obviously, you know, being a part of the Mavs community, I'm pretty up to date on on the updates and, and seeing where he's at. We see we see him on the on the exercise bike. He's smiling. See him he's, his his, see his, him his walking boot. His head's up. We know it's like a It takes at least 10, 12 days. He, here's the thing with this series: before the injury, I had the Mavs cruising past the Jazz and advancing to the second round for the first time. How many games? With with a healthy Luca, it would have been four two. Okay, it would have been four two with a healthy Luca, and it would have been a convincing four two with a healthy Luca because I just don't think Donovan Mitchell is who he thinks he is. Unfortunately, mm. um, Rudy Gobert is. The funny thing is, Donovan doesn't get as much heat as Rudy does, but Rudy, to me, in my opinion, is the better overall piece on that and that team and he does not get the credit for it but uh, without abuse him last year without a healthy luca i still think this goes seven and you know what i'm still riding with my team i'm still going with the maps like we knew you were going to do anyway uh, no matter what happened but luca, that's that's because here's of the, the, here's the danger in, in yeah. luca coming back too soon 
if they, if they do overcome, it's not like the competition gets easier as you move up. No. So this is a delicate ballet they have to dance in Dallas right now. It could be a warrior situation if they don't they have play to play smart with it. Yeah. I still want to go with Dallas as well, but again, the Luka factor is very important to me. I don't know that this iteration of the Jazz has enough from a team perspective. Like they look like they're a team, but they're not together. It's a time bomb. It's if a bomb. they if they if they go into Dallas, they split in Dallas. I'll put it like this. Whoever win, wins game five wins the series. I'll leave it at that because I can't pick. I like but that. I, no, I like it. Whoever wins game five wins the series. I like it. Um, I think there's something more mentally in the Jazz locker room right now where this is the year for them that this team, oh, yeah. this, this core is gone. Yeah, and- no more Mike Conley next year. You know, um, Either Donovan or Rudy goes, even though they, they give you the Supermax contract to keep guys in those cities. But now guys are moving with, you know, $45 million contracts or playing some league basketball or playing in the rec gym, making $44 million. I'm talking to you, John Wall. And so it could be one of these guys going somewhere else to go play basketball. And I guarantee you, Quinn Snyder's on the short list of coaches who will end up looking at L.A., even though he said, look at the mess. I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah. And everybody says that until they see that check and they're like, okay. <laughs> um, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jalen Brunson, uh Dorian Finney Smith Dorian Finney Smith Dodo, I think they have enough juice to annoy the hell out of the jazz who I don't think are are the team like I don't think there's that uh they're not. They're not. They don't have continuity. Any team that has Rudy Carlton Gay on it is destined to lose in the first round of the playoffs. He is the modern-day Eric Snow. When Eric Snow played in the finals, if he was on your team, he lost. 96, he was on the Seattle Supersonics. He lost. 2001, who's the starting point guard next to Allen Iverson? You guessed it, Eric Snow. Who's the point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2007? You guessed it, Eric Snow. If he's on your squad, the modern-day Eric Snow – is Rudy Carlton Gay. And I like Rudy Gay as a person. He's a nice guy. I would also give that to Eric Dampier. Who that's just you <laughs> because you play. Yeah, come hey, on, man. He went give to the finals with Dallas, lost. He went to the finals with the Heat, lost. He was always on the wrong Mavs or Miami Heat team. So Okay. I can rock with you on that. Yeah. Um, but Mavericks, Jazz, yeah. Um, I, 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 I've been watching, I'm obviously I'm a diehard Mavs fan and I've been watching them all year. So those three guys that, that I named, they're, they're, they're Luca's guys and they're, they're ready to rock without him. So I feel like they could do it off in seven with Luca four two. I do feel like Luca does make an appearance because I, he has that mentality that, that Kobe S mentality where he does not like, he's going to want to play on, on a, on a bummy ankle. He's going to want to do it. And yeah, I don't he, think he's going to do it. If yeah. he hurts hurt his team by doing that, that's why you bring in a Spencer Denwitty. That's yeah. why you nurture Jalen Brunson to do that the things that you need him to do in the absence of Luca. But what yeah. we won't be in absence of is more basketball talk on the open run featuring BTH as we do the play in preview, the Eastern and Western Conference first round playoff preview, and of course, 
the New York Awards coming up right after.